Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I go hard, cuz. Hey, y'all. Hope you guys are doing good. Happy Thursday. Let me show my screens are up, honey. So I am back with another live stream. It's a lot to talk about. Y'all, when I tell you, let me make sure this is muted. Yes, it is. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Somebody says, hi, from Baruni. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you for joining me today. I hope everybody's doing good. Okay, be more's in the house. Be more stand up. All right, we see y'all, Baltimore. Tori says she's eating dinner. What's up, Reality TV? What's up, JT? Um, oh, thank you. Mandarin says hair is on point as always. Thank you, thank you. Uh, CJ Sim 499 says, Hey, Auntie, I'm confused at how such a nasty person like Christy T can cry about being depressed while doing nothing but putting out negativity, honey. We're about to talk about it. Don't worry. We're we gonna talk about it. Um, so yesterday was cool. Um, I was posting stuff, it's a lot of things going on. It's a whole lot of mess going on right now in the world, not just on social media, but globally. I was up till at least 3.30 last night on Discord talking to y'all. Shout out Miss A. Hunt. We were talking about that whole George Floyd situation with the lightning. That is a sign. I don't care what anybody says. I'm glad I was able to kind of break down the whole double-headed ego meaning and, and things like that. But I feel like there's a lot to come. It's a lot of stuff going on, you know, and because of the stress, that's why I've been trying to uh, do more of the virtual games, just because it's a lot going on, not just in my life, but in y'all's lives as well. So thank you to everybody who joined me yesterday for virtual bingo and the virtual um, trivia game. We played for about two hours. It was fun as hell. It only allows 100 people to come on, so you have to be fast. But the game room was lit. So... I just thank you guys. You guys are just making everything I'm going through right now in my life a little bit easier. I've just had to just fall back from a lot of people. I'm tired of being drained. I'm tired of energy vampires. So I, I just literally just been wanting to give my energy to people who can just bring me positivity like I bring them, you know, um, because it's just a lot. I found out yesterday that <laughs> we're not closing on the 23rd. So again, there's some more things that are behind. So they're saying that it probably will be another week that I have to, you know, be here. So it's just like one thing after another, but I'm trying to hold my head up because it could be worse. I'm grateful that at least I can't afford to stay in a hotel until my house is done. And I'm, I'm grateful to God that I'm able to build my own home, just like a lot of these big white YouTubers have been able to build their own home and stack up their money and people praise them and give them props. You know what I'm saying? So I'm grateful that I've been able to, to stack up and be able to do that. But um, it is hard. 
you know, because I want to be in my own element. <laughs> I want to cook. I'm not going to cook in here. But then you don't want to cook a lot of food in the hotel room because there's like no windows. You know, you don't want to have the doors open and people peeking in and stuff. So I can't really throw down. You know what I'm saying? Do I like to throw down? You know, so last night, um, one of my celebrity friends called and they're like, what you doing? I was like eating top ramen. <laughs> Like eating noodles because I don't feel like cooking and having the whole hotel room, you know what I'm saying, smelling like a bunch of food. So I was just eating some noodles, honey, and um on the Discord. So I just appreciate you guys and um, you know, just playing the games with y'all just really helped to lift up my spirits. Like it was just funny because the happy hour bingo, I didn't even know half because I don't drink. So I'm just like when they were naming the drinks, I'm like, I don't know what these drinks are, but that drink sounds like an orange drink, so I'm going to click on this one. So it was fun. If you guys have not played with us when we do our virtual game nights, definitely come through. Um, I am trying to merge away from social media. That is my eventual goal. I'm not going to leave YouTube. I know everybody's scared I'm going to leave YouTube. I'm not going to leave YouTube. YouTube, that's what I am. I'm, I'm a YouTuber. I'm a YouTube influencer. This is my platform. YouTube has blessed me. You guys know me because of YouTube. So I'm never going to leave YouTube. This will always be my platform. I'm always going to live stream on here, you know what I'm saying, and continue to do my podcast. But it is getting harder and harder for me to manage all of my social media pages. And I just, I'm not into Twitter anymore. I'm not into Instagram. I don't even really use Facebook like that. I really just post when I'm going to go live. I don't come on there. And I feel bad because I'm not, I, I'm just stretched too thin. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I'd rather just be in my Discord and kicking it in there and People can talk in there and be free and we don't have to agree. You know, everybody has their own opinion of things, but you can go deeper and nobody judges you. And I feel like I just cannot do that on Instagram. Even when I posted that George Floyd thing. Yeah, I wanted to talk about it with the Instagrammers, but it's like for what? So they can come and flag my post and accuse me of spreading misinformation. They've already taken over my other page. They won't let me delete it. I have applied to delete that page. It's supposed to be deleted on Juneteenth. As y'all see, the lovely T2002 page is still up. They won't delete it. So they didn't want me using it how I needed to use it. And now that I don't want it, they refuse to delete it. So it is what it is. I'll post little things on lovely TTV, but as far as like going deep and having deep convo on there, I'm just not going to do it. I just don't like that platform. I just have no respect for Instagram and how they treat real content creators who, you know, make people think. Now, if I just want to just, you know, post all types of bullshit, they'd have no issues with my platform. But because I post other things besides just smutting and, and slut shit, um, I'm constantly getting messed with. So eventually I am going to just get off of most social media platforms besides YouTube, uh, Spotify, because they rock with me and I'll just be on Discord. So that's in the future. I'm just letting people know, honey. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, shit, everything is going good. I wanted to come on here and talk to y'all. It's a lot going on. Um, look, look the uh, Theodore says Discord gang was lit yesterday. Yeah. The games were fun. Like, I had a good time. I didn't win shit. I was always, like, in 10th or 21st place. Congratulations to the winners. But, you know, it was fun just to play with people and, and have fun. And it was just fun looking at all the memes and stuff that everybody would post once they lost. <laughs> a lot of tattooed tears. So it's definitely cool, man. It was cool. It's a cool spot. And I appreciate y'all. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these uh, super chats real quick. 
Um, my journey 2016 says, girl, working from home, I need the tea. Love you. Love you too. And thank you for coming through today. Appreciate you. What's up, guy? For he sent a 9.99 sticker. Thank you so much, love. Appreciate you. Did you get my tag? We we're doing a we we're doing a Britney um trivia challenge. That's why I was tagging you. I was like, where's Goth Boy? You got to be in here so you can try and win something. You know what I mean? But I don't know if you made it in there. But I was tagging you when the Britney card came up. Um, Shannon G sent twenty. Says, hey T, hope you're having a fabulous day. I just had a cancellation. I'm able to watch the live for an hour today. That's what's up. And thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. Okay, Agent Matt. What's up, Agent Matt? Coming through with the $50. Thank you so much. He says, what's trucking? I'm dropping by. Um, I'm dropping my daily dose. Holla at me. Thank you so much, Agent Matt. I appreciate you. Always coming through with the love. I hope you had a good time in Minnesota while you were here. I know you said you was, you know, you was driving through Minnesota last time I was live. So hope you enjoyed our state. They're not riding right now. So, you know, everything should be good. OK, um, let's see here. Carmel 7532 sent 10, sent a super sticker. Thank you so much, love. I appreciate you. Um, Tosh Billy sent 699 says, yeah, I caught a live looking beautiful as always. Stay safe and many blessings to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Uh, Kiray B sent twenty four ninety nine. Said, can you post the juicy conversations from the Discord on your podcast? We want the tea, sis. Thank you so much for the super chat. I already promised my Discorders anything we talk about in our Zoom meetings is only for the Discord. You know, what I'm saying that's like our private meetings. Like people get very emotional. The last meeting we had, somebody was, you know, crying. People, everybody's not trying to be on social media like that. Everybody's not trying to be seen. So those meetings will always be private. Those are strictly for the members. Those are their one-on-one -on -one time with me. Now, the green room that Spotify is sponsoring, those are for the public. So I'll, I'll be doing some more green room meetings. Um, I'll probably do one maybe tomorrow. But yeah, I'm going to have some for the public, but anything with the Zoom, anything with the Discord is strictly for the members because they they pay for that. They pay for that privacy and that's our one-on-one -on -one time. So I wouldn't then turn around and then upload it onto YouTube and then, you know what I mean, like double dip and make money off of it when these are like people sharing like real stories for like two, three hours about, you know, just things that are going on in their lives. So that's why I don't share those. You know what I'm saying? And I made a promise to them that I wouldn't. I'm never going to do that. So unfortunately, no, but I will do the green room meetings. Those are free. You know, feel free to drop by if you want to talk or, you know, leave a comment, things like that. You can do that in the green room. Um, so yes, honey. Uh, thank you guys for the super chats. I'm going to read some more in a bit, but I want to go ahead and get on with the show. We got about 4,000 people in here now, so we can go ahead and get started. So it has been a lot going on. Child. Now, I found this entire situation very, very interesting with the baby. Okay. So basically, the baby was, you know, he was, I don't know if I want to say accosted, but he was asked by two boys. He ran into these two candy kids. As we know, there's a lot of kids out here hustling. They're selling candy. They're selling bottled waters. In Atlanta, they call them the water boys. And they're kind of bold. They'll come up to your car, knock on your window, and demand that you buy a bottle of their water for twice the price. And so 
we had a situation a few months ago with Meek Mill and the Water Boys, and people were kind of upset because they felt like Meek Mill played them. You know, he should have gave these Water Boys $100 for a bottle of water and all this stuff. So the baby goes up to these young boys and he asks them, you know, well, how much is your candy? And immediately you can see their gears just, you know, you can see the gears just turning in their heads because they're like, oh my God, it's the baby. Then the next step was, oh my God, I got to finesse his ass. And so the little boy starts talking. He's like, yeah, you know, uh, it's $200 for the whole box. And the baby's like, y'all must think I'm a dumbass rapper. Okay. Uh, one plus one is not equal in two. How many do you have in, do you have $200 worth of products in that small box? And the kid is like, oh, the box says it comes with 34. And the baby's like, well, that doesn't equate to you charging me $200. How much do you usually sell your product for? And the young boy says $2. So at that point, the baby, you know, understands that he's being played. Ooh, hold on. He understands that he's being played and he ends up teaching them, quote unquote, good lesson. So I want to play you guys the video here like this. Is, and it caused like a major debate. Like people were like literally going back and forth, debating into it for a whole 24 hours on Twitter. I mean, the things that folks put their energy into, and it's just like, why is this a debate? But let me play y'all the video. Let me show y'all these candy kids and their sweet, sweet finesse. <laughs> Give me just a second here. So this is them. Adorable little boys, you know, trying to hustle and take care of themselves. So watch this. How much you want for your box? These niggas. You made four hundred off that. Yeah, I'm and you sell them for two dollars. Yeah, and I got my so that's count. That's count. It's thirty-four times. Exactly. What thirty-four times two, my boy? It ain't two hundred. That's two. Okay, yeah, it ain't, 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 ain't two. What that? Two dollars a piece? Dollar each. Dollar each. Dollar each. Dollar each. You ain't gotta use your head, man. You got. You start playing. I was gonna bless you anyway. You got the two hundred. Now you got two dollars. Y'all be good. Look, look, they pissed. Look, they got me fucked up. All right, so now let me play out this video. I think there's an important lesson there. Like when you try to be greedy, you'll block your blessing. Absolutely, that's exactly what happened. Like anytime I buy something from somebody else, and like that, like I buy the whole thing. Especially when it's kids, so I give them the opportunity to just make it make sense why you want $200 for this. You tell me, man, I usually charge somebody this for the whole box. I'm just going to charge you $2 all the way down. And I would have looked at them, gave them $1,000. But I respect their hustle. I ain't cuss them out and this and that. I gave them knowledge and bought one piece of candy from each of them and closed the door. I think there's an important lesson there. Like when you All right, let me come back on the screen here. So... A lot of folks, like I said, it was a lot of back and forth. Some people felt like it was disrespectful. You know, you're using these young, poor kids in the hood for clout. Um, and other people said, you know what? He did the right thing. You know, so let me just show y'all some of the stuff that was being shown on Twitter. <laughs> so somebody says, the baby, when those kids asked for $200 for some candy. Um, let me see. There was somebody here that was kind of upset about it. Okay, here, this person. Says the baby is lame for that video. Candy or no candy, randomly filming someone's children without their consent in the name of teaching them a lesson or embarrassing them is corny, period. 
Somebody else says those kids should have just made the baby mad enough to, <laughs> to hit them. Settlement money equals candy money. So, you know, it was a lot of opinions. Now, I, I, I get the part about him recording because it's like, well, why record this just to blast them on social media? But, you know, of course, celebrities will do anything to go viral. But it does play into a bigger, you know, situation where, one, you have a lot of not just kids. I mean, grown adults. You have this whole thing where people like to count other people's pockets, where because you're a celebrity or an influencer or somebody who they feel like, you know, you have to have it. And so because they assume that you have to have it, you should be charged more for said product. And after a while, I don't care who you are. Nobody wants to feel like they're being used. OK, nobody wants to feel like, well, damn, you're charging everybody else two dollars. And let, let's keep it's just candy. This isn't like a, a miracle drug. This isn't like, you know, anything that's going to quench this thirst. It's just literally candy. So to say that you're trying to sell me a box with, you know, and I doubt there was even 34 pieces left in that box. Because had they been selling all day, they probably maybe had 20 pieces in that box. But to say that you want to sell me the rest of the box for $200, when even if it was fully stacked with 34 pieces, it wouldn't have been any more than like 68 bucks and some, you know, tax. So I fell him for, you know, calling them out like, nah, that's not cool. You know, and then he asked the other one, well, how much do you charge? And automatically he screamed $200 too. So I think there is a good lesson to be learned that sometimes when you're being, you know, I don't want to say greedy, but trying to finesse, you can finesse yourself right out of a blessing. Because had they just been like, you know what, um, I, it's $2 or even saying something like, well, usually I charge the public $5 because I'm trying to get extra money to help me get on the basketball team. But because you're the baby and I like your music, I'm going to let you get it for $2. Even something like that would have warmed his heart. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when people look out for you, when you're not, you know, looking for the hookup or you're not asking for it and somebody just looks out for you, just being genuine, like, oh, my gosh, you know, oh, you look nice today. Let me pump your gas or, you know, whatever. Let me hook you up or you're at the let's say you're at the club and somebody's like, oh, let me go ahead and buy you a drink like that makes you feel good. You know, so in return, you might do something for that person. So had they just been real with him and been like, OK. I charge $2 or I'm just going to charge you two bucks. Like he said, he would have bought the whole thing. Probably would have gave him $1,000, you know? So I think it was a good learning lesson. One, quit counting people's pockets and assuming that because they're celebrities, they want to just give away all their money, that they should just give you $200. A lot of people have an entitled attitude. So then after that, of course, Soldier Boy, who wants to be the first to do everything, he ran to try, you know, to try and like outdo the baby. And I wasn't feeling this either because it's just like a bunch of people filming looking for attention. So let me show y'all this Soldier Boy clip. Okay, 
I swear, Soulja Boy is the first rapper to do every damn thing. I mean, he's done a lot of firsts, though. He do bring receipts. Because I'd be like, no, he wasn't the first. And then he'll bring a receipt. It's like, well, damn, he was the damn first. But this situation, Soulja Boy stopped. Okay, you didn't teach that young boy anything. This was just a flex for social media. You know what I'm saying? You just you just gave him free money. It's not teaching him a lesson. You know, just say that you want to look out for him, and that's cool. So I just, I don't disagree with what the baby did. At the end of the day, okay, these are these little kids are trying to be entrepreneurs. They're trying to, you know, flip candy, right? I'd rather have them out there selling candy and water than selling drugs. So that's a good thing, right? But you just also have to understand that being genuine and having integrity and not trying to finesse people will take you a long way. Because one thing I learned when I lived in L.A. is this. You never know, especially when you're dealing with white people in L.A., you don't know who the millionaires are out there. You treat everybody with the same level of respect. It could be an old white woman. You may not think that she has a whole lot. And she literally could be like a gazillionaire and you wouldn't know. So that was always like the mentality is you never know who people are in L.A. You could be at the grocery store, you know, just running in to go buy something. Being kind takes you a long way, you know, than trying to finesse or judging people based off of their appearance or judging people based off of their celebrity. You know, because some of the people who are the most plain dressed, who don't wear their wealth are some of the most wealthiest people. But I bet you. They wouldn't approach them and demand them, you know, to pay $200 for a box of candy because they're already assuming in their mind that person doesn't have it because of how they look when they could secretly have it, you know? So you just want to keep it like that all across the board. Um, let's see here. Jazzy Sim 499. She says, this whole thing seems like a publicity stunt. Who just is randomly recording themselves buying water? I can see that. I've seen a lot of people saying that too, you know? Um, let's see here. Truth Seeker says, those kids lied to him. Whatever else you think, I hope they learn to be honest. Hashtag free tea. Thank you so much, Truth Seeker. Yeah, they did. And like I said, nobody wants to be lied to. I don't care how big your pockets are, how famous you are. Nobody wants to feel like they're being taken advantage of. You know what I'm saying? Even if you have it, charge me a fair price. You know, if I go to a restaurant and, you know, the service is good and I leave a tip, let's say I leave like a $20 tip, you can't get mad and say, well, you're a celebrity. I was expecting you to leave a $2,000 tip. The hell you were. The damn meal didn't cost $2,000. But you'll have people who have that kind of mentality where they'll just assume or they feel like they're entitled to a certain amount or to a tip based on who's they're eating. You know what I'm saying? Even, you know, in some strip clubs, You'll have some strippers who feel like they're entitled, like, oh, this group of rappers just came in. We're about to get the bag. They're going to make it rain. And let's say they just make it rain $500. They'll blast them like these cheap mofos came in here and just spent $500 instead of $5,000. Be grateful for what you get. They could have not. They could have just came in there and ate for free and looked for free and left. Like most of these damn clients in the strip club nowadays. So be grateful. Um, let's see here. Shannon G sent five. She says, my coworker told me if I don't want someone's service, then present them with an outrageous price to turn them away. Facts. That is, that's like biting yourself in the foot. Self-sabotage. Um, thank you for the super chat. 
Aisha Monique Santan says, I agree with the lesson, but the baby could have taught the lesson without recording them or he could have blurred their faces out. Yeah, I can I can agree with you with that. You know, um, now let's hope we don't hear down the line like a month from now that all of a sudden the family's trying to sue for a bag because, you know, you, quote unquote, exploited their children and made them viral and got them clowned. So we'll see what happens because, you know, we live in a sue, a sue happy society where folks want to sue for every little thing. So we'll see. Thank you for the super chat. Andre B said it's weird because he hates his kids being recorded and whatnot. The kids are aggressive as hell, though. They don't have school. They're always out there. Where are the parents? Yeah, I mean, I hear that they're very aggressive, especially in Atlanta. But think about it. These kids are out there from sun up till sundown selling waters. Their home lives are probably not the best. You know, their parents are probably struggling. You know, it might be a single parent household where the mom is working a lot or, you know, there might be drug issues in the household and these kids are just trying to take care of themselves. So sometimes that nature of your home situation, your home life will make you more aggressive trying to go out and get that bag. So, yeah, I I've seen some videos and it's just like, you know, hopefully nothing happens because some of these kids get really, really bold where they're like going in people's cars and, you know, trying to hang on to the side of the car so people don't drive off. So, yeah, there's some of them get really, really aggressive, especially down there in Atlanta. Um, let's see here. Shay Mead City says, my hub's a handyman and has been in the lofts and condos of famous people, um, Emmy Award winners, just from being honest and doing good work. Been watching you for over six years. Love you, T. Thank you so much. Love you, too. And, yeah, you know, your integrity goes a long way, and especially if you have a good reputation, that will carry you. You know, because the best form of advertisement is not social media, it's word of mouth, you know, because at this point, people can buy followers, they can buy all types of stuff, but word of mouth still reigns supreme when it comes to, you know, getting people other gigs and when it comes to, you know, people, you know, recommending you. So like, even for me, anybody that I work with, like when I was like, doing things in my house to like just get everything ready for sale, like painting and, and things like that. Anybody that I work with who's done a good job, I'll recommend them to friends and families. So I think that's a really good thing that um, your boyfriend's able to work in those spaces because of his good job. So thank you for that. Let's see here. Uh, Monique Lowell said $99.99. Thank you so much, Monique. I appreciate you, sis. She always comes through every stream. Thank you for the love. I appreciate it. So um, I want to come on here. Oh, hold on. Let me see here. Nana Nia sent $19.99. She says, oh, no, you didn't come through with the live. I get this, OT. Love you, sis, so much. Respect, so much love and positivity from you. Keep up the good work. A blue gang. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Um, Italian Curl says here in Baltimore, we have squeegee boys. Since the mayor dismantled after school programs, society is setting these kids up to fail. Shake my head, child Bella. Thank you so much. I didn't even know about the squeezy boys. So they must just come up and just start cleaning windows and stuff like that in Baltimore. And I think that's what a lot of it is, too, is that there's not a lot of things for kids to do anymore after school. There's not a lot of, you know, well, they're saying a lot of jobs are looking for people right now, but if you're too young to work in fast food, 
then there's no other means right now to get money besides doing what some of these young kids are doing. So, um, and it's sad because I know some of these cities are talking about stopping, you know, like trying to stop these kids from selling water and candy because it's starting to become quote unquote harassment. So who knows? Who knows where that's going to go? Um, Maxine Johnson says, now Soldier Boy knows he hired his nephew and gave him a box of candy to film. <laughs> right. Everything looks really staged. And you know, after they cut it off, Soldier Boy was like, give back my damn money. Here, I'm going to peel you off about three of these. You can have $300. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know what happened once the camera cut off. That's what I'm saying. A lot of this stuff, folks just be doing stuff for attention at this point. It's crazy. Um, let's see here. Alice Boy Blue says, those boys never lied, though. He literally exploited and embarrassed those boys, reinforcing an already negative stereotype that little black boys are thugs. You have these black adults com calling them scammers. Wow. Now, I wouldn't go that far. I think that's right. I don't think there's any reason to belittle them. You know, they're, they're adorable boys. They're just trying to get money. They're just trying to... You know what I'm saying? They're out there just trying to work. They saw a celebrity. They probably got excited and got happy. Like, you know, he has it. So let me just, you know, let, let me just take a chance. Shit, people take chances every day. I don't think it's right to call a bunch of 13-year-old boys scammers. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they try to finesse. But as far as scamming, they didn't scam him out of his credit card information. You know, they didn't, you know, cuss him out and be disrespectful. Yeah, they try to finesse him, you know, up the price. But I don't think outside of that, you know, even when he shut them down and was like, no, that's not OK. I'm only going to give you two dollars. They were still respectful. They were upset. You could tell they kind of felt the way, but they didn't cuss them out. They didn't say, fuck you, old man. They didn't do that. I've seen some damn disrespectful kids. They didn't do any of that. So I think for adults to be calling them scammers and, you know, chastising them and clowning them, it's not that serious. You know, so if it's getting that bad, I can see why, um, you know, if it's getting that bad, I can see why maybe the parents would be upset that they were filmed and used as a lesson in, you know, the baby's Instagram, you know, profile. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, Miss Tammy, 369 and 49, she says, those candy boys ain't nothing like those squeegee boys in my city of Baltimore. Child, I can only imagine, honey. I can only imagine how they get down and be more. Um, let's see here. Oh, shit. Agent Matt sent $100. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you so much, Agent Matt. He says, oh, hell no. I got to match that 100. What's trucking out here? You are so sweet. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for the love. Like, I just, I appreciate you guys just showing a lot of love to me when I go live. Um, because half the time, I don't even know if my lives are going to even be monetized. So I just appreciate you guys looking out. So thank you so much, Agent Mike, um, Matt, excuse me, Agent Matt. And Monique, thank you guys both. I really appreciate it. And I don't know if you're in the Discord or not, but you know, you, you done paid enough. You can definitely get into the Discord, honey. You know, shout out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kirk Terrain said 1999 says the water boys in Baltimore are way more aggressive for sure. Lock your doors on Pennsylvania Avenue and keep your mace. Love you, auntie. Damn, them kids are that bad out there. He said, keep a mace. Keep your mace by your side for the water boys in Baltimore. That's crazy. That is crazy. 
Um, y'all always make fun of me. Y'all like, oh, she's blushing, she's blushing. No, I just think it's very sweet. Like he always looks out, you know what I'm saying? Like he always comes through. So many of you guys do. And I, I just really appreciate that. So thank you guys. Um, Andrea Bree came through. She says, I want to clarify, I was saying that those boys are aggressive, but I seen them get aggressive even driving around myself. I seen adults argue with them and drive off while they're right by them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are saying that, but those particular boys, I don't think they were that aggressive. They were just trying to be slick. You know what I'm saying? We've all been there as kids. So they were trying to be slick. Um, David Perry sent 10. Thank you so much, David. Appreciate you. Uh, mean Ash Yoshi. I like that. Send 499 says, love you, T. Love you too. Thank you. So yeah. Oh God. All I see is truck emojis. Y'all are such a mess. All I see is truck emojis. Um, so let me see here. I want to go ahead and also talk about this Chrissy Teigen situation, honey. So let's see here. So Chrissy Teigen is in her feelings right now. She's out here crying tattoo tears. She's upset because she's basically been canceled. And she wants the world to know that she's depressed. She wants everybody to know that what she's going through is not right. Okay. Um, she's over it. She wants to come back to social media. She wants you guys to embrace her with open arms. So let me go ahead and read to you guys. Y'all get y'all's tiny violins ready. Let me read to y'all and put on my mother goose glasses, honey, and read to y'all what Miss Tegan had to say about everything. So let me just share my screen real quick. So this is a long ass dissertation that she wrote. Here she goes. And she wrote a bunch of eyes. So I guess she's, you know, crying and she types this because there's about five eyes. She goes, I, 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 I don't really know what to say here. Just feels so weird to pretend nothing happened in this online world. But I feel like utter shit in real life. Going outside sucks. It doesn't feel right being at home alone with my mind makes me depressed, head race. But I do know that however I'm handling this now isn't the right answer. I feel lost. I need to find my place again. I need to snap out of this. I desperately wanna communicate with you guys instead of pretending that everything is okay. I'm not used to it any other way. Cancel club is a fascinating thing. And I've learned a whole lot. Only for a few, only a few understand it. And it's impossible to know until you're in it. It's hard to talk about it in a sense because obviously you sound whiny. You've clearly done something wrong and it just sucks. There's no winning, but there never is, but there never is here anyhow. All I know is I love you guys. I miss you guys. And I just need an honest moment with you guys because I'm just tired. I'm tired of being sick with myself all day. I don't even know if it's good to say any of this because it's gonna get, br it's gonna get brutally picked apart. But I don't know. I can't do this silent shit anymore. If you or someone you know has also been canceled, please let me know if there's a cancel club reunion because I could use some 
time off my couch. Thank you. Goodbye. I love you. You know what all the, I, 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 I don't know what to say. You sound crazy because you had no worry when you led crusades to cancel other people. Remember, when you got a bunch of other folks canceled, it was responsibility. It was accountability. This isn't canceling. It's holding you accountable. Well, now that the shoe's on the other foot, Miss Pizzagate, now you're crying tattoo tears and you you wanna you wanna start a cancel club reunion. There's no damn reunion, bitch. <laughs> Come back in a year like everybody else. <laughs> That's how they do. That's how the white people do when they get canceled, like Tati Westbrook. Just come back a year from now and creep around the corner. Make sure it's safe. Put on a gray sweatshirt and be like, hey, you guys, I'm back. And, you know, I, I did a lot of reflecting and I know you guys miss me. And, you know, let's get back to the makeup. That's all y'all. Just come back a year from now. Don't forget about the shit. It's too soon. There's no reunion. You have to wait a year and come back. Just like all the other folks that you canceled. They have to wait a year. <laughs> Walk on eggshells, creep around corners. You know what I'm saying? Check their hashtags and shit. Hashtag their name and see if people are still dragging them. <laughs> and then once the hashtags are clear and nobody's dragging them and folks have moved on to cancel somebody else, then you can kind of slowly creep back. But bitch, too soon. Too soon. You've only been canceled two months. Can't come back yet. You got to wait at least a year, Chrissy, okay? I don't feel bad for Miss Pizzagate. Because remember, when people, you know, asked her. Would you, people ask her simple questions, Chrissy. Your Twitter timeline is kind of disturbing. Like, you know, we like you. You know? You're kind of funny. You're married to John Legend. We like John Legend. We love the babies. But what is all this shit that you've been tweeting over the years about babies doing splits and you want to watch 16-year-olds give birth? Just all types of weird tweets. What did she do? Oh, she played victim. She cussed everybody out, called everybody crazy conspiracy theorists. She got a bunch of folks banned off of Twitter. And now she's crying tattoo tears. But remember when you were in Courtney Stodden's DMs and telling her to, you know, off herself and telling her all types of horrendous stuff when she was a teenager, were you concerned about her mental health? Were you concerned about how she felt? No, you weren't. You didn't care. You know, so again, like I always tell y'all, karma's real, and you have to watch the energy that you put out there. When you put out nothing but negative energy towards people who've really done nothing to you, you can't then cry tattoo tears when it comes back on you. So I don't feel bad that she got canceled at all. I don't feel bad. I mean... Yeah, it sucks to be depressed. I'm not going to say I'm happy she's depressed. I don't want to say that. But 
the depression is just, you know, that's part of the, the outcome of being canceled. You do get depressed. You do get sad. And, you know, you just have to think. But you're not too sad because, bitch, weren't you just in Europe traveling with John Legend, having a good old funky time? You're still living your life. When the average person, the average, when the average Joe gets canceled, right, for like a viral video, they tend to lose their livelihood. They got to move in with their parents. So, I mean, you're, you're not doing that bad. At least John Legend is still able to supplement your income that you lost. You'll be fine. Come back in a year. You'll be fine, Chrissy. I don't feel bad. That long ass letter, ah, now, she didn't look depressed when she was in Europe. She looked just fine to me, damn it. Uh, let's see here. Joycey O says, I don't feel bad for her at all. Now she wants to play victim. Exactly. And thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Shay Hood, what's up, sis? She says, my favorite lady, hit that, mash that like button. Yes, please hit the like button. If I'm entertaining y'all, hit that like button. Thank you so much, sis, for the super chat. Um, Ariel Waters says, I feel no way about Chrissy. Love you, auntie. Love you too. And thank you for coming through. Sandra Richardson Santan says, hey, auntie, I finally became a member after lurking in the bushes all these years. LOL, love you. You are the truth and the only YouTuber that I will ever support. Thank you so much. And I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Lorna said 999 says, everything she's getting is her karma. She's mean for sports and she needed to be canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when she was harassing the little black girl? Um, that played Annie Quavane, Quaza, I don't know, I was messing up her name, but she was harassing her for no reason and she was a child. So I don't feel bad for Chrissy. And of course, the mainstream media, now they're coming out, you know, they're, they're trying to get people to sympathize with her. I feel no ways. Let me show y'all what the mainstream media is doing. Oh, Chrissy's, Chrissy's begging for forgiveness. Chrissy wants to come back. Oh, okay. A lot of people want to come back and y'all kept them canceled. So this is what this is what the mainstream is saying. Megan is publicly apologizing, breaking her social media silence to address past tweets and cyberbullying. On Monday, writing in a lengthy blog post, I know I've been quiet. and Lord knows you don't want to hear about me, but I want you to know I've been sitting in a hole of deserved global punishment. The ultimate sit here and think about what you've done. Last month, Tegan's decade old tweets resurfaced, showing a string of harassment directed at model and TV personality Courtney Stodd. Tegan told the then teenager in one now deleted tweet captured by BuzzFeed, she wanted Stodden to take a dirt nap. Stodden, who identifies as non-binary, made headlines in 2011 when they married then 50-year-old actor Doug Hutchison at age 16. The two have since divorced. Tegan first addressed the controversy in May, saying she has tried to connect with Stodden and tweeting, I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure attention-seeking troll. I'm so sorry, Courtney. Late Monday, fashion designer Michael Costello posted screenshots of Instagram DMs from Tegan, sharing that he's still traumatized, depressed, and his thoughts of suicide after online interactions with the star back in 2014. The alleges Tegan tried to ruin his career. In her blog post, Tegan says she's privately reaching out to people she has hurt. Not a day, not a single moment has passed where I haven't felt the crushing weight of regret for the things I've said in the past. I have to stop and wonder... How could I have done that? Asking not for forgiveness, but for patience, writing, we are all more than our worst moments. Tegan goes on to say that she'll be taking more time off to be with family and hopes that she will be allowed to own up to these past mistakes in the future. Joe, thank you very much for Whatever. that. Next. <laughs> Next case. We don't care. Um, let me go ahead here. Carmela says, Tegan Agent Matt 
sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Y'all are mad. I have to catch the playback. Just want to show you a little love. Hit that like button, y'all. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Y'all are such a mess. Um, Chelsea says, LOL. Chrissy Teigen says, if you or your loved one has suffered from melanoma, call me for compensation. Yeah, nobody feels bad for Chrissy at this point at all. Um, Jossie O sent a super sticker. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Silver Palm says, I love your reading. Oh, my God. Love you, Auntie. Keep being you. Definitely, definitely will. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Jazzy says, Christy was okay with being a mean girl two seconds ago. We ain't forgot about them splits that she was talking about. Thank you. Them disturbing ass tweets. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Mandarins91 says, Christy reaped what she sowed. I feel absolutely no remorse for her. If she wasn't getting blasted by her sponsorships being pulled, she wouldn't be feeling bad. Exactly. That's what it is. When you hit somebody in their pockets, that's when they start feeling, you know what I'm saying, the real heat. Remember, when David Dorbrook, people was telling him about, you know, the shit his, his crew was involved in and the disrespect, he ignored it. It was all fun and games until sponsorship started pulling out and, you know, he was losing thousands of dollars. And he came on with the infamous great sweatshirt, got the crying and shit. I'm sorry. If anybody felt disrespected, sir, this, this, this shit's been going on for like the past two months. You're just not speaking about this? Once your sponsorship started pulling out, that's when you'll get the, you know, the tiny violins and the tattoo tears. Um, Erin Waters sent 999. She says, I feel no way about Chrissy. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. Thank you so much. Um, Godboy says, it was 60K deleted tweets. It was the 60K deleted tweets for me. She better go somewhere with that greasy Cheesy milk dud head ass. <laughs> You're just straight going in on her. Yeah, I don't. I still to this day don't understand how somebody's able to automatically delete sixty thousand tweets. The fact that you had sixty thousand problematic tweets says a lot about you. That alone is creepy. Because who spends that much time on social media when you're supposed to be a celebrity? Um, Marcus, the CEO, says Chrissy's a whole mess. She needs to sit down and learn something. Anyways, love your content, Auntie. Where can I email you about getting back into the Discord? Um, email my regular email, lovelyt2002. Again, for people who want to go back in, you if you were kicked out in the month of, it's July. So if you were kicked out in June, you cannot come back in July. You have to wait until August. So people, you know, you, you, you can't leave and then think you can come back. A week later. That's not how it works because there's other people who want to come in. So if you're eligible, if you were kicked out in May, then you're eligible to come back in July. So as long as you're eligible, you can email me. If you email me because you were kicked out last week, I'm not responding. Everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? Like there's people who have been on the Discord for a year and they've never had any issues. So I don't know what to tell people who are like, I was there and now I can't see the board. Okay, well, try again in August. So yeah, as long as you're eligible, Email me and then I can let you get back in. So that's for anybody who's eligible. Because in a minute, like I said, I, I'm not going to be on most social media pages. I'm going to just be in the Discord. So thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, oh, God. Here y'all go with the damn hammers. <laughs> Look, Marquis like, period, poo. <laughs> Marquis, no. She's like, my shit ain't never came back. Like, period, poo. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, who put you on the planet? T, I love your reading voice. It always kills me. P.S. You and someone you know um, been canceled. Let me know who the fuck. 
that took me the F out. Almost sounded like a medicine commercial for chronic back pain. <laughs> love you, sis. Love you too. Thank you so much for the super chat. Y'all got me cracking up. It did. <laughs> if there's anybody that you know that's suffering from cancellation itis, please tell them to call 1 800. Maybe we can get back together and not be canceled. Like, Chrissy's such a mess. Um, let's see here. Shannon G says, Clownery Tegan is incredibly unlikable to me. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Milton sent 20. Thank you for the super chat as well. Let's see here. CNJ Family Show says, what exactly is she depressed about? Child, she's mad because she's not able to run her mouth on Twitter like she's done for years. You know, she's canceled. So when you're used to being that person who's very outspoken, always tweeting, always talking, and you're that addicted to social media like she is, it can be depressing. It can be. So I'm not going to knock her being depressed. I just don't feel bad either because she's caused a lot of other people to be depressed and have to start their whole social media lives all over again. So it's very ironic. I mean, lucky for her, it's not like they deleted her Twitter. Anybody else that she went after, they deleted their Twitters. You know, at least she still has her platform. Um, Valerie says she was better off not being on social media. Um, she's a clown. I still don't get what John Legend sees in her. She seems obnoxious and mean. Mm. I don't know. That's their love, honey. I'm not going to decipher it. You know, she might act a different way behind the scenes with her husband. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Let's see here. Glam says, Glam Slim says, laugh my ass off Christy's first date in cancel club. Some of us are just victims of cancel culture. How many of you have been personally victimized by Chrissy? Right. <laughs> Raise your hand, other celebrities and people on social media, if you too have been victimized by Christy Teigen. Like, she's a trip. The fact that she was the president of the cancel club but not wants to play crazy is just, it's the funniest thing to me. Um, let's see here. Jen says, hey, auntie, looking gorgeous as always. I'm waiting for my acceptance for the Discord. I emailed you a couple times. God bless you and the fam. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. I got to go through some more emails. I went through a bunch earlier this month. So I go through them slowly throughout the month. So be patient, but thank you. Um, Lando says, T, I love you. Free Brittany. Girl, Chrissy, bye. Enjoy your low-key husband. Ooh. Enjoy your low-key husband. Anna. I'm not even going to go there, but thank you for the support. <laughs> I'm not fooling with y'all today. I'm not going to go there. Um, let's see here. Muchilla, what's up, sis? She says, thank you, T, for doing your Mother Goose thing, reading to us. You are more than welcome. Thank you for coming through. All right, y'all. Dang, it's already been 49 minutes. I don't even feel like it. So I want to come on here. Now we got to talk about the Britney Spears situation, okay? So Britney got some good news over the past 24 hours. She was trending all day yesterday. So right now, they are going to allow Britney Spears to get her own lawyer, her own legal counsel. So Britney took to Instagram yesterday. She was doing backflips. She was, you know, galloping on a horse, honey. I said, okay, Britney, we see you, sis. And the most important thing is that she asked that charges be pressed against her father, Jamie Spears. Now, like I told y'all, you know, everybody was like, they just need to be removed. And I was like, no. From what I've been researching, everything that's going on here is criminal. 
They have this woman who's clearly sane in a conservatorship because the money that she is generating benefits so many people. This is why everyone is jumping ship. But the father is behind all of this because most of the folks who are jumping ship are loyal to the father. He can't jump ship because he's the one who created this whole mess. So now she's blasting him. And I, I, I'm really glad that she's found her voice and that she's calling her father and all those greedy people out as she needs to be. Um, also, she sold over 100 million records. Her tours have grossed over $500 million. Her perfume line um, was brought for over $1.5 billion but yet they're still claiming that her net worth is only $60 million. So that's another thing. Like I said, when you follow the rabbit hole, it all leads back to the money. Britney's money was sustaining a lot of people and was even, let's keep it real, it was sustaining the economics of that judicial system out there in LA. Because think about every court appointed lawyer, judge, they're all getting paid off of this case. So it didn't benefit any of these people involved for the conservatorship to end. It doesn't benefit them. <clears throat> the only person, <clears throat> excuse me, the only person that would benefit is Britney Spears, not the father, not the lawyers, not these greedy managers and things like that. So I'm really glad that, you know, she's now starting to get some of her power back, you know, so go Britney. And it was awesome interviewing the, the people from the Free Britney movement, Leanne and Kevin, and I, you know, just want to thank you guys once again for coming and um, interviewing with me because they've been down with the movement from day one. So it's really just dope to, to talk to them and to have them shed even more light on the Britney situation. So let me go ahead and play you guys this video of the mainstream media talking about the Britney situation and her victory. This morning, Britney Spears appearing to celebrate on Instagram, posting she feels gratitude and blessed, coming after her raw and emotional day in court on Wednesday. Testifying remotely by phone, the 39-year-old sobbed as she once again lashed out at her father, Jamie, demanding he be removed as her conservator immediately and be charged with conservatorship abuse, telling the judge she was extremely scared of Jamie and wants him investigated. This conservatorship is literally allowing my dad to ruin my life. They're not really listening to what I'm telling them. That's like, that's bad. Britney's 13-year conservatorship, the subject of a documentary. Jamie Spears has controlled his daughter's finances for most of it, with a second conservator now in charge of her personal affairs. On Wednesday, Britney telling the court the conservatorship even controlled her diet saying she was often barred from eating hamburgers and fries and drinking coffee. Their goal was to make me feel crazy, and I'm not, and that's not okay. Through his attorney, Jamie Spears refused to step down, saying Britney has made a lot of misstatements, and he's been there for her 24-7. He loves his daughter, and he only wants the best for her. A judge previously denied Britney's request to remove him. I need a space. Now the over Protected singer may be one step closer to gaining her freedom. The judge granting her request to choose her own lawyer, celebrity power attorney and former federal prosecutor Matthew Rosengart, who's represented A-listers like Ben Affleck, Sean Penn and Steven Spielberg. Rosengart telling the court he will file a petition to get Jamie Spears out as quickly as possible, saying if he loves his daughter, it is time to step aside. 
given the allegations Brittany is making against her father, why has it been so difficult for her to remove him as conservator? Well, I think it's been difficult thus far because she hasn't had an advocate like the one we saw today. Brittany's new celebrity attorney says the goal now should be to free her from the conservatorship and her father for good. The question remains, why is he involved? He should step down voluntarily as that is in the best interest of Britney Spears. The next question, Britney's new attorney says he may petition to remove her father within the next several weeks. All right, let me come back on the screen. So there's definitely work being done. There's progress happening in the Britney situation. And, you know, I don't care if this is Britney Spears or any other person, black, white, you know, whatever, what's been done to her is not okay. Like, I couldn't even imagine not being able to just freely live my life and take care of my kids and be around my children and just being a, a commodity. That's all she's been to these people is simply a commodity. So I'm glad that she's starting to get some of, you know, not her freedoms all the way back, but that at least somebody's listening to her. And I think, you know, because of her fans, them really supporting her and them being her voice that gave her the strength to finally fight back against her father and all these just evil, wicked people in the industry that have just been using her. So kudos to Brittany. Um, let's see here. Lando sent uh, 499 says, unblock me on IG. I love you. I didn't do shit. You're my prophetess. Which IG page? The new one, how did you get, I really haven't blocked nobody off of Lovely TTV yet. I think I've only blocked like three people. I don't even be on there like that. It, was it the old page? Now, you know, there's a lot of people blocking the old page, honey. Write, write your, um or email me your um IG name. Email me and title it unblock from IG and I'll unblock you. I unblock people. But I don't I don't recall blocking anybody on Lovely T TV yet. So, except for the three people. The one girl was on some stupid shit. She's like, oh, everything. Because well, I had wrote something about the weather. Remember I was doing, the, I was posting stuff about the weather, like all the strange shit that had happened with the weather within 48 hours. And she said, eh, everything's not a conspiracy. Um, You know, weather is weather. Yeah, because 113 degrees is just normal. Because Minnesota waking up in the middle of July and having frost in northern Minnesota is just normal. Yeah, because the Bronx flooding is just normal. Girl, take your ass to the shade room. I remember blocking her. I sure did. You bet not have been her. I did block that person. That was just stupid. All this damn global warming and you still want to argue with me? Go to the shade room. That's more your speed. So that's the only person I remember blocking. So unless that was you, Lando, <laughs> I don't recall blocking anybody else. <laughs> I was like, you never just leave stupid comments. I'm posting all these receipts and you're still arguing, talking about everything is climate change. Everything isn't a conspiracy. Ma'am, go to, go to the shade room, go find out who's fucking who, bitch. This conversation's above your pay grade. Something ain't right, okay? The weather extremes make no sense. The West Coast is just dealing with heat and drought. Damn Bronx was flooding all that nasty ass black water. <laughs> That was in the middle of the Bronx off damn jet skis. Bitches ain't normal. What is you talking about? <laughs> yeah, she had to go. She had to go. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Um, Destiny 300 said 999 says, thank you for your positive energy. You taught me character. You taught me everything that glitters is not gold. 
and I need to research. I'm 20 and I've been watching you for the last five years. Wow. Thank you so much for that wonderful comment. I really, really appreciate you. And I'm glad that you can learn something from my crazy self. <laughs> I know I'm not the best on YouTube, kind of crazy, not the most articulate, but I'm glad that you guys just allow me to be me and you guys take something and learn from the things that I just tell people. Just so, you know, I've made, I made mistakes in my life. So if I can help people learn from the mistakes that I've made, then more power to you. So thank you so much for that. really appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jesse R. says she can't take the fact that people don't give a shit about her. Heck, many of us have many things to, uh, many of us have too many things going on to care about someone like her. Yes. Um, Abdul sent 199 says the canceler got canceled. Absolutely. And that's why she's upset. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Kirky says, hey, T, have you seen the previous, the previews for the documentary covering the Hart family? They are copying you again. Yeah, I've seen the previews. I thought it was very interesting. And it wasn't just them. After I did my podcast, Yahoo also ran to do an update on the whole Hart family situation. So, you know, they they watch, you know, we set trends here on YouTube. They watch and then they run to create. I haven't watched it though. I do want to watch it. Um, what did we watch the other day together? What was what did we watch on the Discord the other day? We're all while well, half of us is watching on bootleg. Oh, that bird, that bird thing, bird song, bird child. But y'all remember that damn bird movie I was talking about? We watched it, it was bird song or something like that. It wasn't the one with the blind people, not the blind bird movie, bird box. It was the other bird movie. <laughs> it was the other bird movie. We watched that. And it was funny because it was like everybody was off by like five minutes. <laughs> so everybody was talking about, like, oh my God, watch out. Oh my goodness. And it's like, what, what, what time is you on? Because I'm way back here. But we watched it and it was good. It was really good. I would like, yeah. I would like to watch. Oh, Songbird. Oh, okay. So I knew it had bird in me, y'all. Songbird. Songbird was pretty good. I did end up watching that after y'all had told me to watch it. So we kind of watched it as a group. We tried. But I, I got, I had the link. My son gave me some of his, his friend's password for Hulu. But I guess there's different levels. So his parents had the one with the commercial. I said, well, damn, it's the third damn commercial. The movie still ain't playing. So then I was like, so we just watched it on bootleg because it was just too much waiting for all these commercials. But um, it was good. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. I know it's something with bird in it. <laughs> so yeah, half of us was watching it on, I think it was on Amazon Prime. It was on Hulu. And then, okay, am I back? Can y'all see me? Let me see if I'm back. I don't know if y'all can see me or not. I think I'm back. Hold on. Let me refresh my page. Am I back? Hold on. Let me refresh my page so I can see the comments. It like kicked me off. I think I'm back. Free tea! Free tea! Free! Okay, I'm back. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I was in the middle of damn talking and it crashed. I don't care. I'm going to come back. Now don't silence me, damn it. I'm back. Guess who's back? Guess who's that? And guess who's back? Guess who's that? Okay. We're going to finish this show. I'm going to fuck. We're going to finish this show. Um, it's going to be on the podcast. I'm like, damn, we got quiet for a minute. Um, but I'm back. I don't know if it's YouTube or if it's the hotel. You know, I don't want to 
you know, blame YouTube unfairly. You know, I'm in the hotel, so it could be the hotel, but I'm back now, though. I don't care. We're not done talking. Okay, I've been out here for an hour. I still got more to talk about. So, we're going to get through this show. So, let me go ahead here. Let me make sure I'm going to pause this real quick. Okay. I think that should work now. Okay, perfect. So, mm, see, my next topic is hot. I wonder if because my next topic, they know I'm about to start getting on some serious stuff. That's why they try to mess with the stream, but it is what it is. I'm going to still talk about it. If it crashes again, then I don't know. But so now, if y'all do not know, okay, yesterday, a mural of George Floyd, this was in Ohio, it was struck coincidentally by lightning. And I, y'all know I don't believe in a lot of coincidences. I don't believe in a lot of happenstance. But um, let me show y'all this. This happened in Ohio. Everybody's been talking about this on the net. Oh, look at Agent Matt. He, Agent Matt is coming through. He says, Big Brother is watching you, baby girl. You dropping too much knowledge, but giving that work. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Agent Matt. Agent Matt, email me, honey. Email me. We're going we're gonna to talk about some deep stuff. Email me. <laughs> All right. Let me show y'all this because I posted this on Instagram yesterday. I believe all of this shit that's happening globally is definitely, it, it, it's its more than meets the eye. It's esoterical. It's deep. Remember, when everything popped off last year in 2020, outside of C-19, right? Let's just put that, that's a whole nother can of worms. But the main catalyst for a lot of the, the unrest globally started here where I'm at in the Twin Cities. This was the cop, this was the, the catalyst in the powder keg that blew that literally spread from east to west in America to the world. Right? Remember George Floyd's daughter? My daddy came here to change the world. I mean, that, was, that was her little slogan that they had her saying. So now, a year to the day, this was the George Floyd Memorial, and it was struck dead in the face by lightning. I'm sorry, this is creepy. A mural in Ohio dedicated to George Floyd has been destroyed. The Toledo Fire Department says a lightning strike caused the brick wall to collapse yesterday. A witness described seeing the lightning bolt strike the building. This is what the mural used to look like. Toledo artist David Ross created it about a year ago. The mayor says the mural will be replaced. Okay, so yeah, I just saw that. Let me see if I can find this other picture I have on my desktop of the... Or closer to before and after. This is why we were up till three o'clock in the damn morning on Discord. We were talking about this George Floyd thing. Cause I'm like, I don't believe that was just, you know, that was a sign from God or from somebody, honey. I don't, and people are talking about, oh, you know, um, the government destroyed it. No, it was literally a lightning strike. Even black, there were some black witnesses out there. Lightning hit that building. Nobody else destroyed this. Something supernatural. But this was the, the picture here. Right here. Yesterday in Ohio, famous Black Lives Matter mural of George Floyd was reduced to rubble after being struck by lightning. Okay? So a lot of people aren't really talking about this. But this was the before. This was the after. Now, what I find very interesting 
okay? While that lightning bolt was hitting George Floyd, who was the catalyst for the unrest globally, if you guys do not know, there's been so much global unrest. We kind of hit on it the last stream, but I really couldn't talk about it because a lot of it was just happening. I don't like to talk about stuff that I don't have a lot of details for, okay? So then I ended up posting this on social media yesterday. And basically, right now, for y'all who do not know, in Europe, France, Greece, and Ireland, they've been rioting. They're very upset. And also today, uh, I believe Australia, let me look at my notes. Australia just started today. Yes, protests erupted today in Melbourne, Australia. Um, we also been talking about the protest in South Africa on the Discord and also the protest in Cuba. So there's a lot of things right now going on globally. Let me share with you guys what I wrote yesterday on Instagram really quick here. And then we're going to talk about all this global unrest. So give me just a second. Okay. So this is what I wrote. I said, it's going down all over Europe. France, Greece, and Ireland are riding after being told that they would have to take the vaccine, I don't want to say the word, or else. All of these nations were told today that it's now mandatory to have the vaccine in order to travel to go to the supermarket, the gym, the hospital, cafes, restaurants, schools, etc. Then I said, notice how they're going for government buildings and not stealing from local businesses or running to steal designer goods. Y'all not ready for that conversation. Y'all not have to be petty. So this was, um, I believe in France here. Um, oh, maybe that was... Ireland, sorry. Uh, the Irish uprising, Irish protest after corrupt politicians pass a vote allowing only uh, vaccinated people to dine and drink in pubs and restaurants. Have I not been saying this now for a year? This is in France. It got real bad in France. <laughs> And then somebody wrote, Greece, France, Italy, rises against the vaccine, C-19, vaccination, and passport. Okay, so that last video, unfortunately, was recorded on a toaster. I'm just playing. <laughs> the shade. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just trying to be funny. But... Y'all see, like, it's bad, and nobody's talking about this. It's not even really mainstream. I think I was one of the few whatever YouTubers that were talking about it on social media yesterday. So a lot of people don't even know that this is going down, okay? Um, it's very frightening. Now, I've been saying this for over a year, that it's going to get to the point 
where they are going to make the vaccine mandatory and they're going to bring it in under the guise of you're not going to be allowed to go to restaurants. You're not going to be allowed to travel. You're not going to be allowed to enjoy the perks of being in society unless you can show that you have an vaccine passport. So they're not they haven't done it in America yet. But as we all know, whatever happens overseas, that's why I said it's very important for you guys to start following overseas news like, you know, W.I.N.O. News, R.T., things like that. And even following certain hashtags. I do that on Twitter. So always follow what's going on overseas because what happens overseas eventually trickles here to America. It's going to be a lot harder for them to control Americans because, you know, we like to rage against the machine. It's, it's, it, we're, they're, they're not going to roll out to us first. They're going to try it in Europe. And because the Europeans tend to be more docile. But what they're finding out is that the Europeans are waking up. They're not going to be docile. You're not going to sit here and say that I can't go to my pub unless I get some type of vaccine that may or may not protect me. Also, we posted in the Discord that over 79 people, it broke yesterday, who were vaccinated still ended up testing positive for C-19 and passing away. And this is also, I believe, I forgot what state. Y'all can write it in the state. I posted yesterday. But I know there's also another case of about 30 people who got the vaccination who also passed in Louisiana. So there's been like just different states. So it's really scary. You know, this uprising that's happening globally. Massachusetts, thank you. I appreciate it. Yep, it was in Massachusetts. So this uprising is happening globally because they're telling people, in these countries that they can no longer participate basically in society. And the, the French president is making it mandatory because initially they were trying to make it mandatory for healthcare workers. And even then a lot of the healthcare workers were upset, but people could kind of understand that because you are working with people who could potentially have C-19. But now they're saying that they're going to make it mandatory for their entire population, which is scary because Everybody does not know the full effects of this vaccine, you know, and the fact that you're trying to force it on people as opposed to allowing them to make a choice is very frightening. So that is why a lot of these countries right now in Europe are like literally rioting and protesting. Let me. Uh, OK, this was in uh, Australia like an hour ago and I was following the hashtag. Let me show y'all this. This was just in Australia. We do not comply. We do not consent. We do not consent. We will not comply. We do not comply. No more. No more. What does? Shut down. Shut down. So it's getting real out here. That was just an hour ago in Australia. So I've been keeping up with all this stuff on top of the celebrity fuckery. I, you know, y'all know me. I'm also going to pay attention to what's going on around me. I don't just get that entrenched in who's fucking who. I want to know who's fucking the world up. OK, I'm more interested in that shit. So it's, it's very scary. Now, also, we have a lot of unrest in South Africa. Shout out to all my South Africans who follow me. Um, it, it's going down in South Africa. They've been rioting there for like the past few days. And they're riding in South Africa because their old president, um, he was arrested, uh, Jacob Zuma. He was arrested and a lot of people feel like he was unjustly arrested. And so they're protesting this. Um, the riots are bad, they're looting stores. 
um, I saw a video yesterday of a mother. They, they started a fire in a building and the mother had a baby and she had to like drop the baby from one roof to another to somebody to catch the baby. And then they had to throw the baby off of that roof down to the people trying to catch the baby. It was just crazy. And she was screaming. It was just a really scary video. But they said the mother and child ended up being okay. Thank God. So, yes, yeah, shout out to all my South Africans. I hope I'm explaining everything right because I've been trying to keep up with so many countries. So I apologize, but I think I'm explaining it correctly. Um, so let me show y'all what's going on right now in South Africa. So this is right now. South Africa's army was deployed to quell looting and public violence on a scale rarely seen since the end of white minority rule in 1994. So the immediate trigger for this unrest was the arrest last week of South Africa's former president, Jacob Zuma. But also it's a much larger problem within South African society, which has been exacerbated by the pandemic, which has hit this country really hard. We will restore calm and order so that we can get on with the task of rebuilding this country and creating a better life for its people. Okay, let me come back on here. I don't want to play the whole thing. But um, everything from between C-19 and then just all the divisiveness energy from everything that happened with George Floyd. It was just like a, a energy that was put out there in 2020. And like I said, 2020 was just the trial run. I always said that that was the trial run. A lot of upheaval is really gonna happen in 2021. And the things that's going on this year has just been crazy. And all of this is stemming from C-19. Everything from the supply chain, you know, just being backed up, like every industry is affected. Every industry you can think of, from lumber to food to chicken to vegetables. And then on top of that, with the drought situation on the West Coast and a lot of these, um, these states that produce a lot of food for the rest of us in the U.S., the drought is having a serious issue on crops. So the food supply here is dwindling as well as around the world. A lot of people around the world are dealing with food shortages as well. That's also going on in Cuba. So right now in Cuba, they're also protesting there because the people are tired of socialism. They're ready for socialism to end. Um, they're tired of everything being blamed on other countries and the things that are going on with C-19. They basically want their fundamental human rights. and so. Uh, Pitbull did a video that went viral yesterday. He's speaking on this as well. We all know he's Cuban. So let me go ahead and show you guys this video um, of Pitbull speaking. This is a message to the world. We need to stand up, step up. But if you don't understand what's going on, then you need to wake the fuck up. Not only is this a Cuba event, a Cuba thing, this is a world event. This isn't about politics. This is about saving lives. This is about unity, not division. And bottom line, this is about taking action. Let me tell you something, why I'm frustrated and, and when I see everybody out there and doing what they're doing, which I love what they're doing. 
Okay, because not only do we live for freedom, we ride for freedom, we die for freedom, but we motherfucking appreciate freedom. And it gets me hot, it bothers me, and it frustrates me to a certain extent being a Cuban-American and having a platform to speak to the world and not being able to help my own people, not being able to get them food, not being able to get them water, not being able to get them medicine, but most of all, not being able to help and really get them what they deserve, which is freedom. And this is my way of talking to the world. All world allies get together to help. Global businesses get together to help. People that we're so proud of, people such as a Jeff Bezos, Cuban-American, graduated from a high school in Miami, built one of the biggest companies in the world, the richest man in the world. He's somebody that can get involved and really help us on what we got. All we can do is create awareness, but politics are gonna be politics. And while they figure out what they figure out, we need to figure out how to really help. We need to get creative. We need to figure out solutions while they're losing their lives over there literally for something that we wake up every day and appreciate, which is freedom. So to everybody out there, stand up, step up. And if you don't understand, get with the motherfucking program and wake up. Because this is about freedom and it's about human rights. And to everybody in Cuba, keep the fight up. Para todos los cubanos que están allá afuera y todo lo que está pasando en Cuba ahora mismo. Ustedes son los... Okay, I don't, sorry. He, yeah, I don't understand Spanish, so I'm sorry. Um, but to people who don't understand English, you can, he does it in Spanish. But, so it's a lot of unrest. It, it's a lot going on globally. Um, and then ugh, we don't even want to talk about Haiti. You know, with their president being assassinated, we did a, a Discord meeting, a Zoom meeting about that last week. And Marianel spoke about, like, you know, just the trials and tribulations going on in Haiti. And we said during the meeting that that rabbit hole went deep because it just the whole thing just didn't make sense to me on the outside looking in that where the hell did all these Venezuelans come from to be able to have the inside knowledge to assassinate the president. And then they just calmly get caught in a field. Well, now there's more information coming out and it's showing that a lot of his top people around him were definitely involved in that assassination, which I'm not surprised about. So Haiti is also going through it. So, you know, just prayers and, 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 and just um, positive energy to all these people in these countries in the Caribbeans and in Europe that are like really going through it right now and fighting against their government to just have freedom and to just have the right to decide what they want to do with their bodies. Now, I also want to go down this rabbit hole really quick. Me and RG were talking about this on Instagram. And um, I found this very, very interesting as well. I don't know if anybody knows about this angle, but I find it interesting that a lot of the uprising that's going on in Cuba right now came after this announcement of the vaccine. Because we all know Cuba does not do anything with the rest of the world, right? They're like in their own little bubble. So they're not, they're not going, and they have some of the best doctors. Let's keep it real in Cuba. They have some of the best doctors. Anytime there's things going on in the world, a lot of people love when Cuban doctors show up because they're some of the best of the best. Some people go down to Cuba to get trained in medical treatments. So if you guys do not know, recently it was announced on June 11th that Cuba has come up with their own um, vaccine, right? 
And this one is supposed to be one of the best forms of the C-19 vaccine compared to Pfizer and Moderna and all that stuff. Let me just show you all this article real quick. So it says here, Cuba develops the world's first Cungate uh, vaccine for C-19. I'm trying like not to mention these words. So it's like this whole article here. And basically when you read it, it's supposed to be better. And it, it has like a basically a, a higher percentage of where people are not getting infected with the C-19. So they're like the first in the world to create that. So my tin hat was tingling that maybe this unrest is also being caused internally by agents of chaos because Cuba has a specific vaccine, you know, and it might be in conflict with the other country's vaccines. I don't know. We just found it very strange that this news came out on July 11th. And then shortly after, all of a sudden, there was this huge uprising in Cuba. Not saying that the socialism aspect of it is not important or that's not why people are fighting. I'm just always going to look at all angles. I just found that to be a very, very strange coincidence. So um, conjugate. Thank you, Arthur. He broke it down. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Conjugate. Thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, they're saying that basically they're the ones who put out that vaccine and that's supposed to be a better variant. It's supposed to be more successful than the ones that are being pumped around the world. So I don't know. Y'all can do more um, research on that. But it's a lot of stuff right now that's going on globally. And I just want everybody to be aware of that because I've looked and I haven't been seeing the mainstream really talking about it. Like I've seen them talking about Cuba. I've seen them talking about Haiti, but I'm noticing that nobody in the mainstream is really touching the uprising that's going on in Europe right now and why they're uprising. You know, the few little articles I've seen, which hasn't been many, it's like, oh, they're uprising, um, you know, for no particular reason. But if you really look deep into it, they're uprising because of the C-19 restrictions and the vaccine mandates. Like these people are not being mandated to get the vaccine. And they're saying that if you do not get it, you cannot go grocery shopping. You cannot go into this restaurant. You cannot get treatments at hospitals. That is scary. And that's my issue with all of this stuff. Like I've always been saying is that I don't knock anybody for getting it. You do what you have to do for your job or whatever. I'm, I'm, it's not, that's not my goal, you know, because there's people in my family who have to get the vaccine, right? But why is there all this pressure on the people who are just like, no, I'm cool. I don't want it. I'm willing to take my chance. Because if you have it and you're so protected, you shouldn't care if I don't get it, right? So that's my issue is that why are they pushing this so hard? Just like I was saying a few streams ago, why are they incentivizing something that's supposed to help the population? If this is supposed to help you, I shouldn't have to incentivize you, right? Nobody incentivizes people for getting a, a colon screening. They're not giving you free tickets for getting your colon, you know, checked out. Nobody incentivizes you for getting a, a breast uh, examination for potential breast cancer. That's just something you should be wanting to do as a preventative measure. Okay. So it's just very strange when I see people incentivizing this vaccine with, you know, 
trips to Six Flags and, and weed and uh, lottery winnings. And now in Europe, they're like, we're not incentivizing shit, bitch. It's mandatory. That's even scarier because they're not even trying to sweeten the pot. They're telling these folks it's mandatory or else. And what is the or else? That's what the people are not waiting to find out. And that is why they're upset and they're riding out there in Europe. So it's scary. The rabbit hole goes deep. It's a lot of stuff going on. But um, definitely make sure you guys just pay very close attention to all of this stuff. Let me see. I've been on here for an hour and a half. So I'm going to go ahead and get ready to log off. Let me just finish reading some of these super chats real quick before I leave. Um, let's see here. CHP Inc. and 20 says, Brittany has finally broken her beta sex programming and is exposing the industry. Since six years old, she was S abused, groomed and beat into being a racehorse. The only way she can make money now is, um, I don't even know how to pronounce that word, but I know what it is, <laughs> is in death. <laughs> I always butcher that word. And he says, it's scary. I agree with you 100%. Um, Especially, remember, she came in through the Mickey Mouse Club. Her, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake. And that in itself is a programming. You know, she came in through that club and they've just always used this girl from the time she was, you know, a child up until now. That's all she's been. She's just been a commodity. And I think it's going to, I think with her finally breaking and, you know, exposing her family in this conservatorship, I think it's going to blow the doors wide open on a lot of people in Hollywood and how they use and they pimped out a lot of these people. You know, they just use them, spit them out and move on to the next, you know, wash and repeat. So I'm glad that she's finally speaking out and I'm glad that people are now finally listening to her and understanding like, you know, how wicked this system really can get for a lot of people. So thank you for that. Um, Bubblegum Blush says, charges need to be bought up on Lou Taylor. I love Britney since I was nine years old. Hashtag free Britney till it's backwards. I agree. Lou Taylor is another one. And remember, early on, Lou Taylor was always threatening to sue people from the free Britney movement. There was, I remember it was a young dude. He had started a whole website for free Britney and they forced him to take it down and then they threatened to sue him. And she got really besides herself where anytime you'd mention Free Britney or the conservatorship, she'd be sending out cease and desist letters threatening to sue. And at first people were scared because who wants to be sued by, you know, Britney's brand, right? But then after a while, people were like, fuck it, bitch, sue us. We're going to call you on your bluff. Okay, good. Let's go to court because now you have to stand in a court of law and basically admit to what you've done to Britney. So then when she seen that, the bitch fell back and stopped trying to sue people and refused to go to any any court dates and anything else. So, yeah, I definitely think there's some shit in the mix with her. Definitely. Um, Elizabeth said it's wild that they're claiming she's not sane enough to manage her own estate. But somehow she's saying when it comes to music videos, tours, and America's Got Talent. Exactly. And that's what never made sense to her fans is that she has this conservatorship. Y'all claim y'all act like she's, you know, incapacitated or slow, but yet she's sane enough to do all of this other stuff. It just doesn't make any sense. So thank you for the super chat. Marvin D. Senten says, hey, sis, I'm glad to see your beautiful face again today. Thank you so much, Marvin. 
Appreciate you. Elizabeth says, why do you think it was good for someone with no money um, and no money managing experience to be in charge of millions? Right. I think, like I said, the reason why they did that was just simply because it was her father and it was people that her father appointed. So for them, their only loyalty is to Jamie, not to Brittany, because Jamie's the one cutting the checks. So thank you for that. Um, let's see here. Mia Sawana sent $49.99. Thank you so much, sis. She says, today I caught a live cuz. I always miss them because I work in a prison and can't bring my phone in. I got kicked out the Discord because I missed the notification, but I didn't want to go back and forth with your mods, LOL. Anyway, sending love from Cali. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the super chat. Um, if As long as if, if it was last month, send me an email and I can get you back in the Discord. So just email me. But thank you for that. Um, Rena. Set 1999 says, after seeing those photos at the airport with every country holding hands, wearing masks, I don't trust anything. Cuba creating their own gives the illusion of choice. In my opinion, I feel like they are all in on this. Thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, the rabbit hole goes deep, especially with the whole Cuba situation. Um, it's, it's so many nuances to that. But I'm not surprised that the people are tired and they're finally uprising. I'm not surprised at all. So thank you. Um, Young Kobe says, Gail King interviewed with Dr. Fauci and said anyone in her family not vaccinated, not vax, excuse me, won't be invited to her home. Shake my head. They keep pushing this narrative. Yeah. And sadly, you have some people in the real world who are also had that same mentality where if you don't have the vaccine, you're not going to be invited to a certain events, certain parties, can't hang with the family. So it's not even just Gail. There's people in real life that are like pressuring their own family members and saying, well, you can't hang with us or come to this event unless you're, you know, vaccinated. So which is just it's really unfortunate. Um, Tanya Lott Walker sent a 1999 sticker. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um Charisma House in 20 says here in Oklahoma, more Caucasians don't want it versus anyone who is colored. I am a MA and a person has threatened us who has not gotten the vaccine and called us idiots, but our company is forcing vaccines on us. I'm like trying to not to say it. So your company is forcing on you guys. And you're saying that a lot of Caucasian people in Oklahoma don't want it. Yeah, that's what I was saying in the last stream. Because um, I remember Emily had mentioned it because um, she's in Tennessee. And she's saying most of the white people down there, they don't want to have anything to do with this. But for some reason, the mainstream keeps pushing the narrative that it's people of color that are scared. And, oh, they're thinking about the Tuskegee um, experiment. And it's not that. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with Black people. There's Black folks who have gotten it, and there's Black folks who don't want to get it. Um, but there's all types of people from all walks of life that don't want to have anything to do with the vaccine. And I think it's very disingenuous when they keep trying to push things towards the Black community, like Juvenile's cheesy-ass video, you know, vax that thing up. It's like we've never, ever seen cash money and young money come together, but somehow they were able to come together for this. I mean, the things that make you say, hmm. Um, Emma Perez says, I've seen that the present 
was a, the president was assassinated after he refused to bring the vaccine to Haiti because he felt like they have natural rays and remedies to get over C-19. Mm. I've heard that too. That's a very interesting point. I have heard that. I haven't dug too much into it, but I did hear that. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Natalie B says, Jay finally caught a live. I'm a new tea sipper. Um, but a forever tea stepper because I'll throw hands about you, T. LOL, love you for real. Keep You keep us informed. Um, your hard work doesn't go unnoticed. Thank you so much, um, Natalia. I think I said Natalie, but it's Natalia B. Thank you so much, sis. I really appreciate your love and support. Thank you for coming through. Uh, JoJo sent 1999 and says, Amanda Bynes um, is another one under the same thing as Britney. I worry about her too. The entertainment industry is a mess. Hollywood is going down soon. They've done too much shady stuff and have ruined too many people's lives. I definitely agree. I think it's going to be more um, things coming out and coming down the pipeline about the abuses and the you know atrocities that have happened to many of these young people in Hollywood. You know, so it's going to be very interesting. But yeah, I want to keep you guys abreast on everything that's going on, not just in the celebrity realm, but globally, definitely do more research. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot more countries that are going to end up um, trying to protest and possibly riot against the things that are going on in Europe. And if all the European nations, like the people of the nations can band together, that might show the governments that people are not playing. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to be experimented on. And I don't think anybody should be forced to be experimented on just to be able to go drink a beer in a pub. I think that's a bit ridiculous. So it's going to be interesting to watch how all of this plays out. But you guys, I've been on here for an hour and 40 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and get ready to go. But I appreciate you guys joining me today. Sorry for the interruption midstream. Um, it looks like they're not messing with me now. So that's a good thing. So on that note, I will talk to you guys later. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.